Welcome to the Harrington Star FinTech Diversity, Equity and Inclusion Discussions. I want to showcase people across our industry who are advocates for change. I love to celebrate the wins, but we know there is so much more to be done to ensure that change actually happens to build a truly inclusive industry. In these diversity, equity and inclusion discussions, I have a number of series. The Humans of FinTech, the Talent Surgery, the Maternity and Paternity Stories, and the longest running of all, the Women of FinTech podcast series. I do lots of work to drive change campaigns across our industry to increase inclusion within the workplace. So please contact me to see how we can partner together. You can contact me through LinkedIn or on my email, nadia.edwards-dashti at harringtonstar.com. In the meantime, enjoy the show. Welcome to FinTech Focus Podcast. We love to celebrate the FinTech businesses that have big ideas and those that are making waves in their fields. Today, we have Sajindra Jayasena, the CTO of Amphora, an adaptable and proven commodities trading platform. In his career, he has been a visiting lecturer, a hands-on technologist, and is repeatedly trusted by Fortune 50 CIO level to take responsibility in successfully delivering solutions in large transformation programs when previous attempts have failed. He has a strong delivery and transformational track record and is a renowned transformational thought leader with disruptive change execution experience. Now last year he was on FinTech Focus TV and this year we'll be hearing all about what's been happening a whole year later, a pandemic later and a recession later. So there's going to be loads to catch up on. So Sajindra, welcome. It's so brilliant to have you back. Thanks, Nadia. Thanks a lot for this uh, comment, humble by uh, the introduction. But let me first of all congratulate you and the team for the tremendous job uh, you and your team have done uh, in organizing all these podcasts, 100 plus, I think it's 150 or more. Mm. Uh, I've listened to a few of them, really good. Uh, you try to get the experience of a diverse um, uh, audience, experts, and try to share that knowledge among uh, all of us and the other wider communities. Really tremendous, really great uh, job done indeed. Oh, and I'm thanks. really, really, yeah, really th th thanks a lot for inviting me to the second session. Of course, of course. Well, um, last year you were one of the most listened to um, and most watched FinTech Focus TV. So, of course, we need to have you back. But for those people that haven't listened to that first one, can you just give us a bit of an introduction about Amphora? Yeah, sure. So just to give an introduction. So we are a, a FinTech and in all terms, a software product company. We develop trading and risk management software suite of products for commodity companies. So what are commodity companies? They are the companies that produce, buy, sell, refine, process to different types of commodities ranging from the energy products like crude and its byproducts or processed products like diesel, petroleum, gas products, etc., as well as other energy products like coal, liquefied natural gas, and going into more construction commodities like uh, iron ore, metal, or anything that you mine from the ground, like concentrates where you process to um, uh, extract out um, metals. And all these companies would require 
a set of software to manage their trades, uh, to manage their logistics and scheduling, because this involves physical movement, the pricing of those trades, looking at the inventory, what's in stock, how, how you match buy and sells, how you manage the PNL, what's my PNL, what is risk exposure, uh, generate vouchering and invoicing, and then hedging as well. So they need a sort of integrated products from left to right to look at where is my PNL, where are my trades, what's happening, etc. So as a fintech, that's what our focus is. Traditionally, these are this area is called CTRM, Commodity Trading and Risk Management. But we also trying to move beyond the traditional CTRM of how we can give a more data-centric um, view to the whole uh, trading risk and management um, uh, and integration to the wider ecosystem. So in summary, we are a FinTech pretty much focusing on the CTRM product, product suit. Amazing, amazing. That's a really good introduction. I think that really helps everyone understand exactly how much you cover and what, what you're doing as a business to move this particular part of the industry forward. Um, it would be good as well for us just to have a catch up on what your role is, what that entails, and of course, uh, in, your, in your version, what the, uh, the journey to your current position was. Okay, thanks for that question. So for 20 years, I've been a, a software scientist and engineer, starting uh, from a software engineer, become an architect, and the last 12 years of that career has been quite interesting. I've been um, playing transformational CTO roles first nine years in a tier one financial institution in the city, and the last two and a half years as CTO for Amphora. It's been quite interesting and um, eye-opening as well, working on both sides of the fence as a client, as well as a product company. Uh, looking at different dimensions, different technology and business challenges and how to solve problems from either side. So it's been a very interesting uh, 12 years uh, playing different transformational roles. I think quite helpful for myself personally where I can look at for both sides of the problem and figure out how to solve problems on both sides. And also um, during that career, I was fortunate enough to uh, spend time in uh, more digital transformation, transforming business processes to uh, simple technology solutions, as well as much more changing uh, disruptive technology. So I've been quite uh, fortunate to uh, have that experience and, and uh, spend time, time on that. What I'm really um, uh, passionate personally is uh, building uh, enterprise software, which is reliable, resilient, secure, and at the end, it's trustable. So it's like, you sit on a car, you're driving, um, you need to make sure you trust your car's brake system, engine, and everything else. So similarly, how would we build trustable software for our clients so they can trust the system, giving the right values, right calculations, right views, so that make the right business decisions and not misinformed. So that's, that's where my passion is, um, and that's what I've been trying to do for the last 20 years. Yeah, and I think that's fantastic. I've written that down, reliable, resilient, and trustable. And I think, you know, those three things, if we all were to, you know, run, run our, our lives like that, if we can ensure those three things are hit, then you know it's a really, really good proposition. So that's brilliant to hear. So I just want to investigate a bit more of the challenges um, that you've been facing. So um, I know that there's been a number of major challenges facing the industry, and I know that that's what you're your company overcomes. Now, last time that we spoke, we were talking about the rise of Comtech 
and how Comtech addresses these challenges. So I wondered if you could talk about that. Yeah, sure, definitely. So I would rather break the problem into a few, few dimensions. Maybe the short-term challenges as well as the more long-term challenges, um, if we may. So let's take we as a company, the success or the demise of the company depends on how, what we deliver to our clients and the success of our clients is all interlinked. So if, if you look at who our clients are, they are um, commodity uh, traders, commodity producing companies. And during the last year, like all of us, it was, during the pandemic, there was significant pressure, significant reduction in demand, and which impacted most of the commodity companies as well. So definitely increase in the cost base, reduction in, in volume would have definitely impacted their margins, increase their cost base. So definitely re requires much more efficient processes, cost-saving um, opportunities. And the other aspect is, the increase in the volatility and the uncertainty with uh, oil prices going down, other commodity prices going down, other different geopolitical tensions has uh, swing, swung the uh, prices really back and forth. And so the it's like the volatility and the efficiency, the lack of efficiency are the key things, at least in the short term, um, I would think actually impacting the industry and challenging the, the, the key players. And to answer the second question on that dimension, where would Comtech and M4S commodity tech um, strategy drives in to solve these problems? So at, at the end, it's like, uh, I take the same analogy of driving a car. Like you need to trust your car if you're driving on a, um, a hailstorm or a, or a storm. You need to trust the, the, the driving mechanisms, the brakes, uh, the lighting and everything. So how would uh, a commodity company drive this wave of uncertainty, the uh, um, exacerbating cost or operation inefficiencies? So that's what uh, the Comtech comes into picture, where we are trying to give an integrated software platform where they can manage their uncertainty, manage their risks, the different volatile pricing, and give a holistic picture of how to um, efficiently manage their trades, the buy and sell side, the logistics, and even hedging. How do you hedge, hedge my risk using a derivative product or any, any, any other product that is available? So this is like giving a, a very solid, reliable car uh, that you can drive in the snow. We give, try to give a reliable software platform for our, our clients to uh, manage and uh, ride uh, this volatile, uh, uncertain situation. Uh, and going from that dimension to another aspect, so even though we're looking at a traditional CTRM space, what we're trying to do is open up our platform to make it more enterprise ready, more enterprise aware, because this needs to work with many other systems in an in a, in a enterprise, like pricing solutions, ERP platforms, treasury systems, um, and the planning software. So to make life easy, that's why we are looking at a more of a common API strategy, moving from traditional um, integration mechanisms to open up the platform so that enterprises, not just the business clients, but the technology clients themselves um, have lesser time to market, uh, lesser risk in delivery. So try to give a more encompassing technology and a business solution. And one more other thing I would like to mention is how we reduce the time to market given, given the current volatile situation. If one of our clients would like a digitalized solution. I would rather use the digitalization word because our, solu our solution provides uh, 
sort of uh, software that uh, you can de-physicalize your business processes into a soft software suite. So we, we launched a, a SaaS product software as a service product recently. So by end of this year, we expect to have a few clients online. So that's one of the good things uh, that uh, one of the things we did drove uh, last year. So those are more from a more short term to medium term. But the long term, which is very much close to personally ourselves, uh, is the, the climate change how um, carbon-based energy products impact uh, the greenhouse gas effect, um, et cetera. And most of our clients, um, like everybody else, are looking at moving to more greener products, uh, carbon neutral products, alternate energy products. So we ourselves need to uh, be proactive on that, how we support those products for our clients. Um, let, let it be uh, much more cleaner fossil fuels like LNG, a liquefied natural gas, as well as looking towards much more uh, less foil, um, uh, fossil-based um, products, green products. So I think those are the short-term as well as long-term challenges the industry facing, our clients facing, and this is how the Comtech and our roadmap and the strategy trying to alleviate that. Yeah, and I think that's such, that's so many different dimensions that you've spoken about that that resolves and helps people get over the masses of challenges that we're facing at the moment. The, the one that you've touched upon in there that I'd like to investigate a bit more is just how you have navigated the pandemic and all the challenges that that, that brought along as well. Um, you mentioned, you know, re re reduction in demand across the whole of the industry. It'd be great to hear further thoughts on that. Definitely, that's a very pertinent question, Adia. Thanks for that. Uh, so I think in that aspect also, let me give a few uh, dimensions. So try to um, dissect the, um, the approach uh, we uh, adopted last year. Like everybody else, uh, we were under tremendous pressure with um, the COVID um, situation and global as a small uh, software product company. But I think we done quite well uh, during the last year particularly a uh, few success, uh, successes um, last year, we managed to enhance the, the product reach, the product offering of our product suit. Afora traditionally has been uh, a crude, primary a crude uh, uh, CTR and product for crude and related products, uh, oil related products. But last year we managed to enhance the product to support liquefied natural gas, which is um, uh, another fossil fuel, which is supposed to be cleaner than the crude products. Uh, we enhanced the product suite with LNG offering and went live with uh, the first client, and that was our first uh, client in India as well. So that was a good um, uh, achievement uh, for the whole team. And also we managed to enhance the regional presence of our product suite. We won a few deals in Far East, uh, particularly China, and that resulted us enhance the product to support and start supporting uh, additional languages like Mandarin. So we, have, we managed to enhance the technology offering as well as the, the product offering during the last year, as well as, um, as I mentioned before, we uh, traditionally, our clients have been using on-premise uh, deployment. So since um, we started looking at the SaaS offering as well, we started building that capability last year to offer for, this, uh, for clients uh, this year. So I think 
all these dimensions, team, the team uh, has done a tremendous job uh, working very hard uh, to achieve those. And, what, uh, and also what I can't um, dismiss is the, the commitment and dedication from the team. Um, everybody uh, working from home, a uh, distributed um, team in different countries. I think what worked well is the, the technology aspects we planned before uh, using collaborating tooling. So we set up our whole remote planning sessions. Um, the whole organization runs in a agile at scale pod structure, small teams uh, working in different releases. So all that um, collaboration tooling we did before and the team organization structure and also adopting cloud tooling, DevOps processors really helped us uh, navigate the whole remote working model. Uh, yes, there were different challenges with respect to um, solving issues which you can solve face-to-face, -face, but I think overall, the more um, cloud adoption, the engineered processors um, and more collaborative tooling actually helped everybody without, uh, without risking anybody's uh, health to deliver all this. I've been quite successful. I'm quite pleased myself and the whole team is quite pleased that we managed to navigate through, and of course, it's still continuing, but still continue to navigate through all the, uh, mm. the rough uh, situation. Yeah, and I think it sounds like you're doing such a good job um, talking about, you know, despite the pandemic, you're enhancing your products, you're enhancing your global presence, you're enhancing your tech and SaaS offering. It sounds like you're doing such a brilliant job whilst navigating, getting everybody working from home and the remote aspect of it. So it's brilliant to hear um, how busy you've been and, and the results of that. Um, so my last question, I'd love to hear about what is next? What's next on the horizon for you and Amphora? I think I would just like to thank the whole team for the tremendous job they have done for the last year with a lot of uh, personal and uh, other constraints. So we have done a tremendous job, I, I would think. Yes, just to answer your question about what next in the horizon, I think in, in the last uh, podcast, I touched about the ComTech and the Com Virtual Machine sort of art, next generation architecture. So I'm quite excited um, this year that while we are enhancing our current product suite, we have been spending significant more time uh, in building our next generation set of platforms. So that's continuing since late 2019. And all of us are spending more um, effort and time to get that out of the door. So what would that uh, encompass? So one of the first things would be, uh, we will be uh, delivering our first concentrate product that's called Alchemy uh, mid this year. It, it will be live with um, our first client. This utilizes parts of the whole ComVM, ComTech strategy. So that will be a good uh, achievement this year with respect to new uh, ComTech build. And also on the long run, we spend a lot of time building our next generation um, risk and pricing platform that brings a lot of new features that are not in the current product. And we are planning to launch the beta platform uh, end of this year. And also, significant time is spent in opening up our platform to give a more open API strategy, open API architecture, which is definitely helpful for enterprises. Because one of the ailing points in a big um, vendor product is how you integrate into ecosystem. This is where we're trying to simplify that with much more open API standards, simple APIs. 
to connect to our clients. So, so um, few pods are actually working, spend a lot of time uh, in getting the um, API strategy delivered. And the other aspect is the usability. So they spend a significant, significant time in um, building the next generation UI architecture, the dashboards, the trace capture uh, platforms, and looking at a beta product end of this year. So I think we are, we are I'm personally and also the team is quite excited about uh, the time we spend and what we're trying to achieve with the whole next generation platform. I'm quite uh, pleased myself that if when we deliver that, I think this will be quite industry differentiating. So that's, uh, that's I think that's what's next and definitely everybody's working um, very hard. And also the other dimension is, which I mentioned earlier is, we are very much focused on the data aspect as well. Um, given the fact that we have a good uh, data ecosystem with trading, uh, logistics, scheduling, and pricing information, we're trying to enhance and reuse that data as part of the whole architecture offering. So I'm, I'm quite excited about what we would like to achieve this year. Yeah, and it sounds so exciting. I love to hear about products that will um, or, or features that will differentiate you and, and make you unique within the within the industry. But but more than that, my favourite thing to hear is um, how teams are working. Even though we're apart, teams are working better together. And you've, you've mentioned the team and the and the fact that the success is everybody's success. You mentioned that a number of times in today's podcast. That's been brilliant to hear because it's not just one person's success. I can see it's you know your your positivity and passion for these new products are very much everybody's and everybody owns it. And I think that anyone listening to this podcast, um, they can really take that away because I think that's a, a brilliant part of everything that you've said. But so Ginger, it's been absolutely fantastic to learn about everything you've achieved, everything you and your team have done in the past very challenging year and that you're moving forward. It's, a, it's such an inspiration to have you back on and it's been brilliant to hear the updates. So thank you for being on the FinTech Focus podcast. Thanks a lot, Nadia. Thanks for being with the opportunity.